Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Textually Active, your weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships, relationships, and all the ships in between. I'm Rez, and I'm bringing you this quarantine podcast. I got Meezy with me. What do you do? And I got E on the boards. Yep. And we're back. It's another Tuesday, y'all. Let's let's get let's get hype. Let's get hype about something. It's Tuesday. You got air in your lungs. You got plans for the day, or you might not. Um, did you start FaceTiming yet? Did you brush your teeth? Let's let's get going. None of the above. <laughs> How you guys feeling? None of the above has happened. I haven't brushed my teeth. My shirt is inside out. Uh, that's because I just picked it up off the floor and put it on so we could do this. Uh, I ate a bowl of soup. That's it, bro. Nothing, nothing, nothing that I should do has happened today. Okay. E, how you feeling? Uh, <laughs> um, I, what's today? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm every day feels the same. Uh, new day, same thing. I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm trying to get straight through it. That's it. Yeah, I um picked up a new skill. I've been ordering makeup with my Trump check. And um, yeah, so I've been having a great time playing dress up. Shout out to Trump. I mean, you you know, you that nigga for real, because that twelve hundred came on time. Let me tell you one thing: um, <laughs> the whole thing it ain't hit my bank account the way it should have because you know, adult in Israel bills still come out. Fuck auto pay, but um, I got I got a piece of it. So that's that's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> Just Damn, a bit. bro, Just a that Trump check still sits, bro. I ain't even touched that. I need to touch that. I got to support some black businesses. So I got some sugar scrub coming. Um, I've been tipping the DJs and the the trainers on Instagram live. Wow. I've been sliding a little five here, a little five. Feel like somebody grandma. Here, baby. Here, take that, baby. There you go. Thank you for your service. All right. What's the increments? I need to know. <laughs> what's the increments? What? For tipping? Yeah. How, how, how much are you giving them? One, you know how um when you get like a Uber Eats delivery or something, or you finish your Uber drive and they give you like the one three five. That's that's the increments for me. I don't know about everybody else. Everybody talking about they ain't get a Trump check because they make it more than seventy five thousand. That ain't me. I need y'all to know that right now. Um, so that's what my tips look like on Instagram. But it adds up. Could have wasted that bad boy on some quality OnlyFans, bro. What the five dollars? What that five dollars for the month? And you can unsubscribe with a month over because once you see it once, you don't really need to see it that many too many times. You could have had a good five dollars for thirty days going off. That shit would have been lit. Five dollars on OnlyFans. One time is fine with me. Right. All I need, bro. That's it. You see her one time. That's all you need. And she's showing you all the moves. All the moves. So um, quarantine is not getting the best of me. I'm staying active. I'm doing the things I need to be doing. I'm attending all the parties still, you know, just doing the damn thing. But let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode. Um, you know, with the quarantine and everything going on, the social distancing, it's a lot of things that have been misconstrued. You can't really talk to people the way that you normally do. 
As you can see, the flow of the podcast is a little different. We have to do it virtually as opposed to meeting on our scheduled date. And, you know, things get a little confused. So, um, you know, conflicts will arise, but it's all about how you get those those things solved, like with people. So I wanted to talk about conflict resolution today with the guys because we had to go through it together or separately. And... <laughs> Um, here. <laughs> All right. So what you didn't really kind of add to that is, uh, yeah, basically you guys will be going or listening and, uh, I guess witnessing this kind of in real time. All right. So, you know, we'll, we'll be kind of, let's have a, a general conversation because we all know that things will just get a little bit weird when you're not able to see your friends and at the end of it all, it's all love and we just miss each other for real. That's it. I can concur, bro. It's just, you know, niggas is, niggas is trying to maintain, bro. Niggas is just trying to cope. The best way they know how to cope. Quarantine is trash. Like, even if it's like still your regular everyday type thing, it's still trash. Something about it just feel weird. Everything about it is weird. It's weird when you have to wake up every day and you're not really sure what your schedule is going to be. I think um, a couple episodes ago, I think it was like the first episode when we had to do the virtual episode, we talked about how I am as a friend as opposed to how Meezy is as a friend. I'm a open book. I'm calling you all the time. I need you to be there. I need you to be responsive. Um, Meezy, on the other hand, is not so responsive. And me being me, it can come off as though I'm not being cared about or thought about or just no attention at all. So this week we ran into an issue where, you know, I hit Meezy up, the the Trump check dropped, we talked, we chatted, you know, Meezy gave me his his brim to talk to on FaceTime, but that was cool, whatever. I'll, I'll take what I can get at this point. Um, and then <laughs> on Saturday, you know, when we normally go to do the pod, I hit Meezy up, crack a dawn, no response. I'm like, all right, bet my bro worked third shift. Maybe he tired. Round seven, eight. Meezy on Twitter talking about Duce and Rose. Now me, I know when I'm not being responded to or when I'm being ignored. So I just kept it rolling. And I was like, well, I guess I'm just not going to get a response to this text I sent early in the morning. And um, to keep it real, me and Meezy ain't spoke since. So here we are. We're here doing the podcast in real time. Doing a podcast in real time because, uh, honestly, bro, I feel like this is some real shit, bro. This is probably what's happening to a lot of people. A lot of people are doing this. It's quarantine. You you don't feel the same as you usually would feel. You're not doing the shit that you usually do the way you usually do it. Uh, A lot of people getting a break, getting a break from their every. They routines, like they everyday routines. You don't have to wake up in the morning and go to an office. You don't have to get up in the morning and make the kids breakfast and make sure everybody gets to school. You don't have to get up uh, at a regular time and make sure everything is okay. So I feel like this is a discussion we can have in real time just because it felt, it feels real. It's real and it's true and it's honest. Even though it's centered around quarantine, it's finally a chance to not have to talk about all the bullshit that's going on with quarantine because everything on your social media has been Trump checked, quarantine, uh, when we get back outside mm. and outside open up and fucking 
why is Teddy Riley putting on a whole fucking uh, show behind it? Coachella. <laughs> Riley Cheddar. So uh, it's just nice to have something else to talk about for once. Even if it is on a side of adversity. It's Riley Fest. Oh, Riley Fest. Got you, got you. Riley Festival. So um, from your viewpoint and things, how do you um, go into talking about how you navigate through the quarantine when people are trying to reach out to you uh, because i think honestly, hold on, i think uh, it's a conversation to be had because from my viewpoint i i know how to respect somebody's space and somebody's time like just because somebody is on social media doing their thing it doesn't mean that they're wanting to be social if that makes sense i know it sounds terrible but some people get on social media to just dump in a way and they're not necessarily ready to talk to people one-on-one because that requires a little bit more energy. Like, if you get on social media, you go post what you want to post and reply to the comments. It's not directly at it. It's not directly to you. It's at whatever you post. You know what I mean? So from your viewpoint, I can respect where you're coming from because, you know, that's two different things. Right. But uh, it's just really one of those things where it's like, bro, it's a... Uh... It's like a, a a pattern, I guess. It's I wouldn't say the addiction, but it's like a pattern of like when your phone doesn't ring as like nobody's really hitting you. It's just you get into the cycle of this is how it is. And then, you know, yesterday, well, Friday, for instance, it happened to be that I had I worked that night. So when I got off, I stayed up all day Friday because I had. This is a weird humble place, and I hate to say it, but I kind of went viral on Twitter on Friday. <laughs> so I spent the day trying to reply to all of the the comments because I felt like that was my moment and that was my time to you know get the promotion out that I needed to get because that was there. So I ended up staying up all day until it was time for me to go to work, which is at midnight. So then I got to work, ended up having to sit at work all night. I usually get to walk around and do all this shit, but I got to sit down. So that was me like finishing up all the comments. So when I got off that morning, I like was completely tired and I like sat down. On, I ate breakfast, sat down on the couch and I'm like finishing the replies because it's still jumping. And uh, I fell asleep and Jazz like made me get up and go to bed. And so I go to bed and uh like I didn't even realize what time it was. And when I woke up, it was like four o'clock in the afternoon. On so Friday. I'm like, oh shit. So I seen a text message. We got a group text for TA and a group text, and it's just like, yo. And uh that was it. So in my mind, I'm like, oh well, these guys they didn't push the issue of what we about to do with TA. I feel like maybe they gonna take the day and chill about it. So I was like, well. Since they ain't never really saying much more, I was like, well, I guess it's one of those. And I don't want to be the guy that ruins the Saturday with trying to do work. We don't know what, I didn't know what they had going on. So I was like, if if the issue arises between now and fucking time to go to bed, it's like, bro, we can get it done. Bang, bang, bang. But I'm not going to be the guy to interrupt whatever the fun is. And I didn't want to be that guy, especially because it was a day that I would have loved to keep. So did you ever communicate that to us or were we just left to sit with our yo and your um, in the group chat? 
I never said anything, but I didn't didn't want to be the guy to like try to force this on y'all and like Hamizi's the fucking the work first play second guy, which nobody thinks. But it's just like I didn't say anything, but I figured if it was like if they were really gonna push it, they would have pushed it a little bit more than yo. So that's what it was. You sound like the kid who hears the music playing on Sunday morning. You hear the Aretha. You hear the Isley Brothers, you hear the Whitney Houston soulful music playing, and you just lay in the bed like, well, maybe. <laughs> oh, big facts. Bro. Maybe, if I don't have to do it. Maybe uh, if I don't say nothing, maybe if I don't right. move in this room, they won't push the issue. Right. Especially because you seen me yesterday. We could have did this yesterday. Right. That's fine. Yeah. Big facts. So it just, I think it turns into an issue of us having to be the bad guy oftentimes because. You know, you're the you're the guy with the schedule. I'm not going to work. Um, Eric works for himself and you you got the schedule. So a lot of the times it's me and E reaching out to you to get this done. And sometimes it comes off as if you don't want to do it. And I'm not one to chase. I, I don't run. Um, my shins start to hurt when I run. It's something about <laughs> my knees and it hurts. So I, I'm not one to chase. So that's why. Yesterday, when we were supposed to record, I left it at what it was. I was like, well, you know, this has been a pattern going on for the last two, three weeks. Um, Ever since we left the lab, which is another issue, we don't have a set time where we record or day. You know, at least when we had the lab, we could say, all right, Friday, six o'clock, we're going to be there. We're going to go live X, Y, Z. We're going to talk about whatever we feel like talking about. But I think um, yesterday came to like um, a point where I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to just see how this goes. I'm just let this play out. I'm a little fed up with it, but we just going to see how this goes. And um, to be honest, it went the way I thought it, it would go. And I think that speaks a lot to my conflict resolution style. I thought it was just a chocolate to my consistency, bro. That's one thing I try to be in life is very, very consistent, bro. I try to let all of my actions speak for themselves so you already know what you're dealing with when it comes to me. It's one of those things where it's, it's more so like, like, if we keep this, this is like the routine. And I feel like we all know that this is the routine. Yeah. We come over this, this thing. We're going to do this thing. Somebody reminds me that we're about to do this thing and thing. And then I do it. I show up and I do it. That's the thing. I think it's the reminder piece that really gets to me. But the thing about the reminder piece is that there isn't like a the what there isn't a set day. There's never a reminder when it's regular. So for the last couple of weeks, we've been doing TA. It's been on Zoom and it's been digitally. We've been separate from each other. And so one day it was Friday. The next day I was like, yo, can we do this tomorrow? Because I work in the night. And it became a Saturday, but it never became a set Saturday thing. Mm -hmm. So I like, you know, I didn't press the issue about it being a Saturday. Last week, I really didn't want to record any like period. It was really a really down week. And I'm like, bro, at some point we should really just take a break in general, like just that week, like just take a break that week. Take some time away from TA 
because trying to entertain people during this quarantine is trash because you got to put on this fake energy that you don't feel about. And I know Rez has this. I have commended Rez for like trying to push through this thing. Rez is on uh, Instagram lives at night, uh, 1230 in, in the middle of the night, like being entertaining for something. So it was just one of those things where I was like, if we could like stop this for a week, like just to like reevaluate how this is gonna go, and it it and it never happened. So I was like, you know what? Maybe this was the week that they tried since they didn't push. But apparently, I was wrong. And, you know, I think you said a I thing. You you said that you you think your actions speak for themselves. But I think when you look at somebody's actions, it leaves a lot to be misunderstood. I think it's easier for you to be able to communicate and say, yo, this week, it ain't it. It ain't it. Um, Even if that goes into having a plan behind it, like, you know, this week ain't it. Maybe we could put something out saying that we're taking a break as opposed to just ghosting because that doesn't get anything solved. And it leaves us sitting there like, well, um, we don't know what Meezy wants to do at this point in time. Um, I completely understand it's hard coming in here. That's why you see me. If you watching on YouTube, I try to do my hair. I try to like put some makeup on. I try to put a, a new shirt on to make me feel better about it. Um, my whole thing every day is to get up and do something. I, I write down a routine. My routine, my list be dumb as hell. It'd be like, all right, boom, we're going to wake up. We're going to eat breakfast. We're going to wash up. We're going to work out, uh, cook, wash the dishes cook again, wash the dishes, plan dinner, sit down on the couch, look at Instagram for an hour. My routine is stupid, but at least I have something to look forward to. I know at four o'clock I'm going to sit down on the couch and stretch and roll around and FaceTime somebody. You know, it's something to look forward to. But um, as far as like doing the podcast, I know it's a routine, but in order to keep it successful and in order to keep things rolling, we have to communicate. I can't just base it off of your actions because if I base it off of your actions, I would assume that you don't want to do it. But I said that last week and I even started last week's show off with I don't want to be here this week. I literally started the show. I said that in the pre-production meeting and then I said I'm starting this show off by saying this. You did. Just so you knew what type of vibe I was on. Because it was one of those things where I, and to be honest bro, I don't think I've listened to T.A. since the, since the quarantine started. Mm. And it's been one of those things where I don't think it's not the fact that it's we not doing it live. It's just it's like the the content is being repetitive. Like we only get to talk about what we seen online. And the thing about it is it's like it's cool. Like we could try to force having a real, real conversation about real life, real relationships and friendships and all that other shit in between. But it's like, bro, it don't it don't feel as good because every once in a while we got to, somebody's got to say, huh, what'd you say in the middle of like a really good conversation. So I was trying to say that last week when I'm like, nah, we can't do this. Maybe we should take a week off. But it was more so like, nah, we got to keep putting something out. So I just, you know, I mustered up the effort. It was like, all right, let me get ready. Let me put this together and I'm going to sit here and let's do it. And it's like, it. but but then it becomes this thing where it's like, all right, if we're gonna do this, let's do it. So I then didn't know if we was gonna do it this week. 
So is it? I apologize for not assuming like, oh, we probably finna do this. Let me hit them and see if we gonna do this. I didn't do that, but I just felt like like mostly if we gonna do something, they y'all let me know like, we about to do this. And I don't, and I, and I honestly hate the small talk that comes around with a lot of this. And it's not just this; it's just like a the small talk of hey, look, hey, I hate like my job has this way of hitting you and saying hey. I need you to do me a favor. It's like, bro, just ask me what you need to do <laughs> and give me the option to say yes or no to it around it. Like, I don't, I don't need the small talks. And it's like, bro, just hit me with what you need, when you need it, and where you, where you want it done. So I can get it done, bro. I think one of the, the biggest skills, and this is something that a lot of people put on their resume, um, is being adaptable. And I think we have shown that we're we're able to adapt to the situation. This is a new situation. But with all things, I think the format of Textually Active is going to change with the climate of the environment. People aren't so much focused on relationships and situationships and dating and shit. Ain't no dating. You fucking the same nigga that you done met or had met or been laying down with. And you, you got the same friends that you been had because you ain't going outside to meet nobody. You I know, feel like that's a false fucking narrative, bro. I feel like I think this is some shit that people are just saying because it's true. I I don't think it's that. Like I you you can we've been laughing at people for going outside and doing all this shit, even though we're supposed to be staying at home. But these are people that are still being regular. Like, think about a regular work day. You wouldn't be spending time with E like as much. It, or if, if you was dating some nigga, you wouldn't see him during the week. Now you sitting at home and you really getting to know a person. I every day I wake up, I don't think this relationship with Chaz is about to uh about the last. And I don't know if it's because of what I did or mostly because of what I didn't do. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where it's like you're really in a place where you're learning the people you love or want to be with or the people you truly want to keep in your life for the rest of the time. I feel like that's a false narrative that people have created just because we are what seems to be stuck in the house. Niggas is going to the grocery store. Niggas is doing a bunch of shit. They're not stuck in the house trying to figure this shit out. So I kind of just wanted to to add a a couple of things. So, you know, with I feel like for millennials, we kind of are told that, hey, like we have a hard time communicating with each other. Right. A lot of times we're, you know, stuck behind the screen, you know, we're thumb warriors or thumb thugs or whatever you want. You know, you want to call it like we're that generation. And a lot of times, you know, we when it comes to conflict resolution, we really kind of stick to like, I'm going to like demolish the other person you know what i mean like that's where it really kind of like stems from a lot of times and i think what it is is that sometimes like like everyone's perception is their reality right and the thing is we can't tell other people to how they need to respond to what you're giving them if that makes sense right i don't know if that's a textual alert but i'm gonna take that but uh so basically you know, when you mention like, hey, like you're being consistent by saying like, you're, you know, allowing someone to kind of say, hey, like to remind you and stuff like that. But if you look at it from the opposite end, it's kind of like, all right, like it it comes off as it's a task when you know something is essentially is coming up every single time. And we've been doing this for you know, over two years now that when you know me, 
I don't like taking days off unless we are planning this stuff out well in advance. And that's probably to a fault of my own. Right. And that's something that I can definitely, you know, kind of, you know, I should be looking into a little bit more to kind of say, hey, like I'm realizing like, you know, you know, we're getting kind of kind of stiff. Like, let's take off. And that's my bad. And I'll take and I'll own that. But it's one of those things that we have to be in a place where we have to over communicate with each other about what's going on. And the thing is, like, I can't read no one's mind. Like my main my main like. Everyone else has like other things or other priorities that are higher than, of course, like this podcast or for the listeners, like for them there, they have other priorities above even listening or watching the podcast. But the thing is, if we if you have that open line of communication, nothing can be misconstrued. Right. And the thing is, you know, unless we, you know, we kind of say, hey, you know, we are going to take off. We know that it's probably going to happen that we're probably going to record. So it's like if we don't hear something. It's kind of one of those things like, all right, well, let me kind of put a feeler out. You know what I mean? Or if someone, you know, if, and again, know that you work overnight and all that good stuff. But it's like if you, you know, you're, you're up all night and then, you you know, you finally get a moment to rest. Right. And, you know, that's like we we always we hate your job and we, we want you to get out of there as quickly as possible. But we know that, yo, like if you fall asleep, you fall asleep. And, you know, it is what it is. But when, you know, that one moment when you taking a piss or you gotta go get something to eat and you see the message just like yo like i fell asleep like what's the what's the plan you know that's just those the small things that people can do in order to try to like prevent conversations like this true 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 i agree so i guess just um be open um with communication during this time because it's hard. I think a lot of people are focused on survival and surviving this, um, getting through everything. We don't know when this is going to be over. Trump is saying May 1st, but who knows? Um, Florida has a different agenda. I think they're opening up beaches this week. So, you know, we just got to make it through. Yeah, Florida is wild. They are. <laughs> it's crazy out here, though. Well, I mean, it's... It's, I don't know, bro. I feel like I feel like I don't know. It sounds crazy to us to think that, but that might be their way of trying to like make everything back to regular. You never know. It's, they they want to make this feel like this transition real quick, and so you never know. Some people are calling to remove Florida from the United States because of the way that they're <laughs> handling this action. I think Florida was the last state to shut down and they want to be the first state to open back up i don't to be honest i don't know if florida even shut down to begin with yeah i mean i feel like you know the crazy shit is when you like i've been realizing this every time you see a report and you see a story about something it's very new york based yeah it's very centered around new york it's very centered around california it's not like taking in account of the rest of the, the country, bro. Like the case, I don't know those stories behind if the cases in Florida are that bad because it happened during spring break. So a lot of kids went there, went to Florida. So that, and they don't even live in Florida. So then they had to go home with it. But it's like a thing where it's like Florida may be all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> and we just taking what they give us in these New York ass with two, what? Six million people in New York, and they taking it like that. It's like, bro, the rest of the country don't look like this. 
Dog, they said that WWE is an essential business. Like, I just need to, I just need someone to walk me through the mindset. Just walk me. I mean, through. every everything entertainment has been essential. I you think, think that niggas that program Netflix ain't been having to go to work? Somebody keep got to upload these movies. The only <laughs> way to get to the bottom of this is to speak to somebody who's actually in the trenches of um, the state called Florida. So I know I know a person that we can we can really get to the bottom of this Florida. Oh, you got the plug, bro. Yeah, I got the I got the plug for the Florida controversy. We oh, need to get to the, the bottom of what's really going down in Florida. Let's go ahead and call her up. Pull the plug up, bro. See what's up. <laughs> and we're back with somebody who currently lives in the state called Florida. Give it up for Tiffany. Some of you may remember her from our Christmas episode two years ago, two Christmases ago. She was here. She's my best friend. And she currently lives in the state known as Florida. I said Um, some real embarrassing shit. (laughs) Yeah, you fuck Santa Claus. I said some real shit. I didn't fuck him. I got a free meal, though. (laughs) I'm about to eat. Santa Claus was breaking that bread off. Unlimited salad, bitches. Unlimited salad and food. Okay. <laughs> worth it. That's worth it. Every time. So, so um, the rest of the country is looking at Florida a little shady. Um, they're peeking over their sunglasses like, come on, girl. What are, what's going on, girl? Um, Florida has opened the beaches. Um, they claim WWE wrestling essential. And the governor doesn't know how to put on a face mask. Mm-hmm. So what's what's really going on down there? I mean, I mean, I'm not a local. I'm not a local. As you can, so I can't speak for them. Uh, as you can see, my black ass is in these four walls. I ain't been nowhere but Walmart and to the farmer's market. I'm not out here playing with these people. You think I'm going to the beach? No, I'm not. But I will say, if I'm trying to run off some kind of logic, I'm trying to do a little something. Florida's a tourist state. And there's people out here and down here. So people go to the beach and that's how pe- a lot of people make money. So I'm assuming that's what it's all about. But it doesn't make sense. It's dumb. I'm at home. Have you enc- folks is crazy. encountered anybody from Florida who doesn't seem to have their mind all the way there? And um, everybody who I know, uh, we were all in the same kind of wavelength. They don't have bullshit. But, you know, I know there's some niggas niggas who's out here on the block still. They're out here chilling. They're all here gathering, getting together. Uh, mm, I can't speak for them. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I don't know anybody personally who's out here. Like I don't give a damn. That's not. <laughs> I don't know anybody. How would you feel if they actually took took the time to remove Florida from the United States and you guys became your own territory? You guys, bitch, I'm jumping shit. <laughs> if they decide they want to do their own thing, I'm out. Because first of all, it's a red state, and you know I'm not. The, it's politics, but I know that means they don't like niggas, for sure. And I know that about Florida for certain. So, nah, I'm out. I'm out easy. And we know that ain't even gonna happen. Motherfuckers can't get passports now. You think niggas are gonna get passports to go to Miami on spirit? You right. Niggas you know. <laughs> is right. not doing that. That was one thing that everybody said, too, about Florida. They was like, y'all talking all this shit about Florida right now. Keep that same energy when Miami opened back up. Yes. <laughs> Niggas is ready to be sitting outside with them fucking sugar factory smoke drinks. I'm ready. I'm ready. So (laughs) 
just like that with this bag. I'm ready. <laughs> so you've been following the rules of the quarantine and staying in the house. What are you going to do if they open everything back up? Are you going to be hitting the streets, hitting the beaches? I'm going to be doing what I was doing before the quarantine. That's sitting my ass right here. I'm not going anywhere. I don't want that. First of all, I don't want that fresh batch of air, fresh batch of whatever they got going on. They can all have that first day. They can have the second wave too. Catch me on the third one. You, you catch me around July. That's all I know. I'm, I'm waiting for until July, and then I'm back in these streets. So I got a 30th birthday that's getting celebrated, and it won't be via Zoom. So I'm back in the streets July. I got a question. You said you went to the farmer's market. How does this work? <laughs> it was a small farmer's market. So, like, they had the they had it section. They had it working right. Everybody had on masks and gloves. We stood six feet away from each other, except for the person I came with because he was already breathing the same air. But the person I was with, we were still, you know, side by side. You know, what difference does that mean? But uh, everybody else, I was six feet away from each other. Mm. Mm. They said it's weird. Is it that? Is and we left it, and it was a minimum of like 10 people. It was 10 people at a time, and we was all like six feet apart. Oh, all right. Yeah. We didn't just, you know, run in the bus. So, how long have you been in Florida? It's going on three years. I can't believe I've been here this long. Three years in August. Has your mindset changed anything, any way due to the heat and the humidity? Because my theory is that it's too hot down there for um, people to function and think the way that they should. I know that you have a solid root because you're, <laughs> you're upbringing. <laughs> it's a strong foundation. So it's going to yeah, take a little longer than three bitch ass years to get you into the Florida <laughs> mentality. But <laughs> have you noticed the change in yourself as, as far as like being more open-minded and thinking as a Florida Didian? <laughs> um, I think that I think I've changed, but I think that's just personal growth. I don't think it has anything to do with Florida. The changes I've made, if it was, if I was in California, Louisiana, Wisconsin, if I still had the same experiences that I had while I was here, I feel like it would be the same growth. Nothing Florida specific. Um, hmm. I mean, I will never date a white man again, but I don't know if that could have happened anyway. <laughs> I don't know if that's Florida or what, but that, I'm never dating a white man again. So... That's that. Uh, Why? <laughs> uh, bro, she told us, bro. She told us the cultural differences was too much for her, bro. She said that shit was trash. She and she like, had to get right with somebody. She yeah, didn't even know what a bonnet was. You know what? It's not even that. You know it's not even that. You know what it is for real? Because they're all itching to say nigga. They're all just itching to say nigga. <laughs> And you know what? Right here. They're all right. They're just waiting for the opportune time. They're just waiting for like oh, I was drunk or I was mad. No, I ain't mean it like that. They're all just waiting to say it. And that's why I'm good. No, Stupid. I'm not going to let you get the chance. And that's that on that. So um, today we talked about conflict resolution. And, um, you know, we've been talking a lot about how we resolve issues, specifically between me and Meezy, because we're two separate types of friends. You know, I FaceTime you every day. I expect the response. I'm texting you. I'm checking in. And I'm a, I'm a little clingy. Meezy's a little standoffish. And, you know, we have our issues. But can you speak um, into how you deal with conflict resolution between friends? Sure. I think we can speak to conflict resolution with our friends for over 10 plus years. 
And it all has to be giggles and sunshine and rainbows and kisses. Not a lot of time. So, uh, you know, and just, you know, not being afraid to say things in that moment and just having the tough conversations, especially if it's someone who I do consider a friend, like there's to be no off limits when it comes to things. This is how I'm feeling. This is what's up. You know, I'm a prideful bitch. You you know, my pride. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I stand on that. You about to you gonna let them choke on it? You're not gonna say nothing. I'm, I'm <laughs> not. I'm not one to just be like, you know what? This is how I feel. I just push no. it under the rug. So I think it it goes into a lot about how you communicate and your communication styles. My old soft cancer ass. I want to get like if I care about you, I just want to get back to a good place. Like if it's, I got to say it first, what the fuck ever? I don't care. Sorry, I keep cursing. If I have to say it first, then that's fine with me. Like I don't. At a certain point, with people, if I love you, the pride goes out the window for me. Like because what the, it doesn't serve you, and it doesn't serve me at the end of the day. Because I'm not saying something to you, and I know I want to say something to you. I know I want to get in a better place with you. I know I care about you, and we're not in a good place. So if I have to say it, okay, I'm gonna say it. What does that matter? Okay, that's true. And I know you're not gonna say it. So I'm like, I know she's not saying it. I know she's not gonna say it. I know she wants to, and, and that's the thing. I know that bitch up here missing you too. So I'm just gonna say something to her. Yeah. And then she got, well, fuck her. I'm gonna delete, I'm gonna delete the stuff I'm not. <laughs> delete block in that order, and we're gonna keep it rolling. But for right now, I know I wanna talk to my friends. So I'm gonna talk to my friend, whether we're in a good place or not, whether if it's something tough to say or not, I'm gonna say it to my friend. Meezy, I wanted to retweet some of your tweets yesterday, but I didn't. Yeah. No. That's, that's how far you went. I wanted to go to the Manny Fresh party yesterday, but I ain't come because you was there. It was short though, bro. <laughs> it wasn't even worth it, bro. By the time by the time we got in that good, the police showed up, shut it down. I wanted to go to D Nice party too, but it was corny because you was there, so I didn't. Nah, know. You, now you just shooting at me, bro. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of RuPaul Drag Race. I got the shady in me now. Have you? What? Shoot. You stay? Sashay away? Away. I've been yes! watching. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've been watching. I've been binging it. I just got done with season eight. You know what I'm saying? I don't really fuck with Bob. Uh, the, uh, I don't fuck with Bob. He was corny. No. I was. I was a. I was a Chi Chi fan. Chi Chi was my dog. Chi Chi was my dog. Chi Chi was my dog. But I got a little shade. I'm gonna let you slide with the shade today. All right. We 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 let that slide away. <laughs> that was it we rolling with it let's um go ahead and slide into our baby makers since we slide and we slip and slide records listen to a lot of um, slip and slide. hot hot boy shit that's you crazy now that you said that then, then. it's crazy that you said that uh this week uh, uh the baby maker i ain't even have one prepared to tell you the truth bro i've been really living in quarantine not trying to do shit but uh, this week you are not tuned in to W M E Z. Uh, this week uh, on the Baby Maker, we've got you by Reggie Beckton. You by Reggie Beckton here on the M E Z. Textually active. My eyes are green and my mood is blue. You left my messages on red.
stars and finish But the mission of his kissing is beginning A masterpiece with no limit But I let you down like a snippet that was Reggie Beckton. The song was called You. That has been added to your Baby Mega playlist. If you want to hear more songs like that while you're trying to get your sneaky uh, freak on here in this quarantine, be sure to go to your favorite streaming service, which is uh, Tidal, Apple Music, or Spotify. Type in Textually After the Podcast. The Baby Mega playlist should show up. If it don't, just DM us. We'll slide you that link. And you, too, can see if you can get to the end without pulling out. Here. All right. This is a time where we give you guys something funny that we seen on the timeline. Pull your memes out. I um I'm gonna let one of y'all go first. What y'all got? Uh I'll go first because uh I'm kinda dealing with this, but I also feel the same way about it. It's in my car started making noises. I turned the music up. Bitch, you're not getting this 1200. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, I can feel that actually. Same. Yeah. Or 937 in my case. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tiffany, what no. you got? Uh, okay. I guess mine wasn't funny. <laughs> That's okay. You don't got to be funny. I just, you know what I'm saying? I ain't really going through no hardships like that. So I try but, to keep you it know, light, light But it's just a quarantine going on. I've been, been trying to better myself with the time uh, I have off. So here it is. Here, anyone who has grown mentally, physically, or spiritually knows that growth is not found in comfort. Mm. That's true. So I think that's been helping me through this time and just thinking about getting on the other side of this uncomfortable situation. A word. All right. So for me, it's not really a meme, but it's now my new way of life. So from here on out, I will be channeling my inner baby face. And if some shit is the ghetto, you just won't see me ever again. (laughs) I like it. All right. And mine comes from my good associate, uh, sometimes friend, you know, in this moment, you never know on Twitter um, with this lady, Dr. Titty 43. <laughs> this lady had a word. If you could end COVID-19 by sacrificing a part of the United States, which state would you choose and why Florida? <laughs> you know, I don't claim them, so... Fuck this place. Shout out. <laughs> shout out to Dr. Titty, yo. That's my nigga. <laughs> Something wrong with her. There ain't no loyalties over here. <laughs> you know, I move with the money. So there's something coming to my Nah, I can't relate. I fuck with the tray. <laughs> I like it no. here. This is my jam. Um, one other thing that I want to touch on, I want to ask you guys, who would have won the battle if the battle would have went down? Teddy Riley or Babyface? Let me let me give you all a little refresher of what we got. Okay, yeah. So, um, Teddy Riley, his songs are My Prerogative, Make It Last Forever, Black Street, No Diggity, um, <laughs> Peace of My That's Love, it, SWV it, right here, and he had Michael Jackson, Remember the Time. <laughs> now, well, when we on, slide man. up on my boy Babyface, he had Mary J. Blige, Not Gonna Cry, Whitney Houston, X Hell, Bobby Brown, Don't Be Cruel, 
Drew Hill, We're Not Making Love Anymore. Boys and Men 2, I'll Make Love to You. And TLC, Baby, Baby, Baby. Uh, Teddy was down three last night. <laughs> And they didn't even get the battle, bro. He was for the smoke of Teddy Riley in a minute. Like, I think the technical difficulty saved uh, Teddy Riley. My, uh, my confidence. I don't know if I agree. Uh, I, you know, me and my social media, I'm on and off with it. And I wasn't too good last night. So I wasn't disappointed by the technical difficulty. I think I was sleeping. But, um, you know, Teddy with that new Jack Sway, y'all missing out on a whole lot of, a whole lot of cuts. A whole lot of hits. So I think I would <laughs> if shit was moving and grooving and he wasn't worried with like the Coachella performance, I saw people were calling it. I would have been down with Teddy. Teddy was getting ready to give us the the bag I was feeling right now. He's looking for an up. You trying to move? He was gonna give us the snap and a roll. He had the background dancer. Teddy. Nah, nah, bro. Babyface was giving us a little two-step groove in there though. You know what I'm saying? He was he was there and you know he was working he was working off the spirit of Tony Braxton. She was there's Aaron Hall cuts in there. There's Ellis. I'm just saying there's so many songs, so many cuts that we're not guy. Come on, we gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. I get I know what y'all talking about. I get it. I get it. So I love you, Mr. Evans too. Babyface right here. But you know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look, I was I confident. I was super confident into Babyface, as strong as much as confident as his uh, Wi-Fi that he had in that fucking uh, in that live because that was at five G. That's why he had COVID. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up! Anyone <laughs> can do it. Anyone could do it if Babyface made it. That's all I gotta say. I was. I'm going for Teddy. I think Teddy would have washed him for the simple fact they had the production. It would have been some points going for that performance if he would have been allowed the chance to do it. He just needed the right people in his corner, and he was gonna fuck the game up with Babyface. Now that was karma. That was karma. Yeah, that was him trying to be greedy. Then they were trying to do, try to stream it on Instagram after we told him not to put it on his site. Then this nigga gonna turn around and try to put it on his site. I think if we do it, we're going to get charged this time because Babyface ain't coming back to that shit. He is not coming back. That shit ain't What else he got to do? Bro, he got, he got, he had COVID. He got to be getting his rest. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, him him and his family. He just got over that. Him and his family were. How much energy do it take to tap a button or two and play your cuts? Come on now. You need to make a playlist and hit play. That, I don't want to hear Tiffany, that. Tiffany, you didn't see yeah, his face, Teddy though. Riley I'm not trying to <laughs> Tell Teddy Riley I'm going to let him be great. I'm going to let him be great. <laughs> you didn't see his face, Tiffany. He was not. He's not coming back. I, I can tell you that for damn sure. Babyface is not doing that again. Them niggas stopped the battle at, at 10, 11 and said, we're going to be back at 10, 30. Babyface shook his head like, no, we're not. Then put out a message that said, we not come, I'm not coming back. I've never watched any of these battles. How long do they typically last? It's like two I mean, hours. Depending on, depending on who it is, a long fucking time. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I'm sorry, y'all. They should have started the battle at 1 p.m. on Saturday. We wasn't doing nothing. Come on now. Y'all know y'all old. At y'all old they age. Did he have a dry run? Like a sound check before he did no. it? They just- did, but it was, it was, the whole thing got weird. It got weird quick. It was, it was a lot going on. Babyface was just sitting there calm. Uh, Tony Braxton was in her, was in the bedroom waiting on him to come back. It was wild. Um, Tyrese had a moment where he said, throw the tile in. 
I definitely saw. Okay, I caught that. I saw a lot of angry tweets from Tony Braxton as well. I guess the, I guess the people were outraged. It's all right. I, I don't think we're going to get that moment back again. Um, it's but, Monday. Well, yesterday. Okay, so we'll <laughs> it we'll see. It. We'll see it. We'll be um, tuned in. I hope um, they can get it together. I hope they're practicing on a burner Instagram account. But um, <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs> But this has been another episode of Textually Active. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for your con- continued support. I mean, we set up here and poured our heart out. Uh, don't judge us based on the way that we handle our conflicts, but this is how we do it. This is not therapy, but it's therapeutic for me, Meezy, and everybody out there listening. So fuck with us. We fuck with y'all. Follow us on Instagram at Textually Active Pod. We're on Twitter at Textually Act Pod, and we're on Facebook at Textually Active Pod. We'll see y'all next Tuesday. Thank you, Tiffany, for coming on. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. And make sure you, you. uh, Tiffany's not safe in Florida. She's not active on social media, but you can find her um, at beautiful. Yeah, or sassy pants. Sassy pants. Okay. Yes. That's me. I think it's two different words. Hell, it's fine now. I'm not not very active. All right, y'all. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.